Starcasting to you from the City of Angels. Hi, everyone. My name is Kiris. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. Astrology is the eternal, indestructible superpower of the cosmos. And if you're looking for the power and freedom to make your own choices in life, to live the life that you want to live, you've come to the right place, baby. All you got to do is look up. This is our astrology for the week beginning Sunday, May 29th through Saturday, June 4th, 2022. Journey with astrology and let's connect with the stars, the energy, the planets for our new week ahead. Now, the week is starting off on Sunday, May 29th in the balsamic dark, dark side of the moon. We're literally hours away from when the moon lines up with the sun to fill up with new force, energy, and power. But right before that happens, it's the darkest time of the moon cycle. It's balsamic. It's loosening up. It's getting ready to be off and running with the young baby new moon in Gemini. Now, what's happening during this dark side of the moon is that we are having Mars at home in its domicile of Aries, making a conjunction coming together with Jupiter now in Aries. So when we look at this Mars-Jupiter conjunction in Cardinal Fire Aries, which is all about igniting the fire, lighting the match, it means liftoff, and the force and power to do so is there. It's in the dark side of the moon, which means your gold is hiding in the shadows. Look to the darkest places that you are afraid of and take that action. Light that match. Think of it as a rocket ship ready for liftoff. Yes, it's right, the, right before the new moon moment but it's like revving up the engines. It's even stronger than that. I'm thinking it of a space rocket ready to lift off because this is a Mars-Jupiter conjunction, not only in the first sign of the zodiac, it's cardinal fire. It means take control of your life and get moving. It's hot, it's eros, it's fire. It's where your treasure is. Your treasure is your confidence. When you believe in yourself, forget it. It's over. It's a done deal. Once you get that set into place, once you get your spirit right, and Aries is enthos, it's in spirit, it's alive, it's erotic in the sense of that feeling of being on fire being alive. Once you get that in place, forget it. It's all over. It's a done deal. Now, when we have this Mars-Jupiter conjunction in Aries, ready, lit up, and ready to go, then we have the moon enter the sign of Gemini. We're still on Sunday, the 29th. The moon entering Gemini the twins, duality. Gemini is very restless. 
Gemini is, it's never enough. What's the next thing? What's the next goal? It's not settled. It's moving and changing and shifting all of the time. The Geminis and the twins, meaning that feeling of I've got to let go and move on at this time. One of the things I love Gemini, first of all, I love my twinsies. And one of the reasons why I love Gemini is because irregardless of chronological age, Gemini is forever youthful. One of the archetypes is Peter Pan, of course, but the reason why Gemini is always young in their spirit and their heart is because they don't hold on to the past. It's about what's the next new thing? Where are we going in the future? It's not about dragging the past with them. Gemini can cut a cord and move on. I call it ice you out because it's air, so it's cool. But Gemini can ice something like I have never seen in my life. They just don't hang on to the past. It's not a sentimental like cancer, for instance, which I'm going to get to. But it's not sentimental in the sense of wallowing and hanging out in the past, especially past emotions. And so we are starting off this week with a rocket ship getting ready for liftoff. Mars and Aries conjunct Jupiter and Aries. That's hot. Then the moon moves into Gemini, which is, I'm restless here. I got to move and change. This is how you're feeling. You want to cut those ties and fly off. And then the moon in Gemini makes a sextile to Mars and Aries. That's a very favorable aspect. It's a nice little partnership going on there saying, if we work together, we're moving forward and quickly, not wallowing around. So on the day of the new moon, which is Monday, May 30th, we do have the exact new moon moment. And the new moon is at nine degrees Gemini, which is the first decanate of Gemini. So this gives us a double whammy, a double influence of Gemini, which means there's at least four because one Gemini, we've got the twins. So double Gemini influence on this new moon is at least four now. And Gemini is ruled by Mercury and Mercury is still retrograde in Taurus. So at the time of the new moon, this is the new action. The new moon to second quarter is that phase of the moon that corresponds to springtime. It's fresh, it's new, it's spring. We want to grow things. We want to move. It's all full of hope and promise ahead. It's like a breath of fresh air. When, whenever, whatever time of year it is, when we look at that first quadrant of the moon, it brings in a springtime young influence. And it's a double Gemini influence. And it's the new moon. And Gemini is ruled by Mercury, still retrograde in Taurus. Now, for Gemini's ruler, 
to be highlighting or let's say putting a spotlight, the cosmic power on Mercury retrograde in Taurus, the new action to get all excited and fired up about and to take charge about Mars conjunct Jupiter and Aries is what's going on with your financial life. Now, Taurus is the sign right before Gemini. So that brings in a 12th house influence. And so the 12th house is what's hidden. It can be hidden enemies. It can be hiding in plain sight. The 12th house is the darkest hour before dawn. It can be that blind spot right behind you. It's right there and you don't see it. So Taurus is a money sign. It's economics. It's values. It's what you have. It's I have your possessions, Taurus, money. The new moon action to take, or one of them, is to get very enthusiastic about taking a new moon look at all of the hidden fees where you're being ripped off, basically. For instance, have you ever looked at your phone bill and noticed that if you don't pay the phone bill by a certain date, you get charged an extra $10? Might not seem like a lot of money, but after a year, that's $120. You could take that money and invest it in crypto or whatever. It's your money. Or let's say you make a change on your insurance policy. Look at that, because if you change the mileage, for instance, like last year I drove this many miles, this year I, I drove such and such, you get charged at least $75 just for the company to make that change for you. So basically what this new moon in Gemini, Mercury and Taurus retrograde is saying is take a look at a 12th house look, put a light on the 12th house, in respect to all of these hidden fees, all of the ways you're getting robbed and ripped off money-wise. Mercury retrograde in Taurus. And it's finding the courage to do that because a lot of people, they're afraid to look at their money situation. They just shove it away and hide it in the 12th house, so to speak. They can be very lax, lackadaisical about their money. And another, for instance, a lot of times if you get takeout, the tip is already on what you've been charged for. There are just so many ways that money being taken from you is being hidden from you. And this new moon action where you take control and move forward and take charge, Mars conjunct Jupiter and Aries, is taking action as far as having a new life, a new financial life. Money is power. And so for you to be drained of your hard-earned money, let's say money doesn't matter to, to you. Let's say you're richer than Midas. It's still the principle of the thing. A person shouldn't be taken advantage of money-wise just because they're wealthy. That's not right either. 
Taurus is about what we value, the principles that we value. And this is a Mercury retrograde in Taurus, the money sign starting off the new moon action. So yes, the money is important, but it's also what money symbolizes. Your power being taken from you, being taken advantage of perhaps, I hope not, but it's take a look at that. It's about you starting, a ha starting to have a new financial life for yourself. Where you Mars conjunct Jupiter, your treasure, your gold is hiding in the shadows. It's you taking charge of your financial health and life. Do this for yourself. Very important with this new moon in Gemini. And what I love about Gemini, because it's an air sign, air is about strategy and planning. It's not emotional for the most part. It's not sentimental. It's about clarity. The element of air is let me just take a very good, detached, unemotional, as much as possible, look at what's going on with your money and hidden things concerning connecting to your financial health. This is the new moon action. Now, when we go to Tuesday, May 31st, we have the moon in Gemini making a nice air trine flow to Saturn and Aquarius, both air signs. Saturn is about business. Aquarius is about the future. So the moon trine Saturn, this is the air element, is being in touch with, being connected to how you want to move into the future as far as the building of your business, whatever that is for you, Saturn and Aquarius. Takes money to invest in a new business. We have to invest time, money, and energy when we want to put down a new foundation and establish some kind of new business that will bring you into the future. Also, on Tuesday, May 31st, we have the moon going home to Cancer. The moon enters her domicile. And the moon entering her castle, being at home, is being at home with how you feel, your feelings, your emotions, your body, how you comfort yourself, how you soothe yourself. Moon and Cancer has a lot to do with food as well. The other thing about the new moon in Gemini with Mercury retrograde in Taurus is Taurus rules over sugar. All the hidden sugar, not the obvious sugars like fruit, for instance, but all the hidden sugars in your food. Take a look at that. Think it doesn't affect your moods? Of course it does. Sugar is like a, a high and then coming crashing down. Taking a look at that, let's just do an overall sweep, which is Taurus is about safety and security and groundedness and no bull, as I always say about Taurus, the bull. So all of the hidden enemies in your life, food, the way money gets thrown away, all of it, take a look at that. Because when we have the moon going home to Cancer, and this starts on May 31st. This is about comfort and self-care and having those you love and love you around you. 
Cancer has a very soft underbelly in spite of that tough crab shell that we see on the outside. It's very sentimental and psychic and sensitive to say the least. And when we go into Wednesday, June 1st, we have such a beautiful aspect that I love so much. We've got the moon at home in Cancer making a sextile to Venus at home in Taurus. Now, a sextile 60 degree angle is a wonderful opportunity for a favorable outcome. And when it's involving the moon and Venus so favorably placed, this is a love affair, love, relationships, creativity, it's such a feel-good aspect. However you choose to channel this energy, we've got a nice thing here with the moon at home in Cancer, aspecting Venus at home in Taurus so beautifully. Also on June 1st, we've got the moon at home in Cancer making square aspects to Jupiter and Mars in Aries. That's very passionate Square is about taking action. And when we blend hot and cold, fire and water, that's steam, heat, passion. It can be stormy as well. It can be an energy of, do I hang with the past? That's the moon in Cancer. Cancer can be very sentimental and emotional and schmaltzy at times. There's an old saying in astrology, cancer the crab will lose the claw before they let go. This is why Cancerians, they're such famous pack rats. <laughs> They'll hold on to a bubblegum wrapper from 1972 if it means something to them emotionally. And the reason why it's so tough to get rid of clutter for some people, because every item you have, there's an emotion attached to it. There's a memory. Cancer, the moon rules over the past memories. But with the moon in Cancer making these square aspects, meaning do something about it, to Jupiter and Mars in Aries, which is new, it's springtime. It's a, it's a young moon. We want to get going with new things. Get rid of that old stuff, says Jupiter and Mars in Aries. So this can be very emotional and passionate and stormy as far as as far as clearing away the clutter so this is for wednesday june 1st but it can be so supportive and beneficial as well when we go into thursday june 2nd we have the moon still at home in cancer making a sextile aspect of opportunity to uranus and taurus this is a very unique kind of love that is coming in. Uranus is individual. It's unique. The planet Uranus has an erratic pattern. It's in Taurus ruled by Venus. And the moon is wanting to have a relationship with this Uranus in Taurus ruled by Venus. Meaning, don't be surprised. Surprise, surprise. If you find yourself having a little spark, a crush, wanting to get involved with someone that is completely different than what you always thought of as your type. Also, 
if there's an age difference, which is kind of like the final taboo these days. Nothing much is taboo, but ageism and age differences, well, see how that goes. Basically, what this aspect is saying is that it's a really nice aspect on Thursday, Jupiter's Day, to find that you're attracted to or liking someone that's completely different than your usual type. It's unexpected love. That's basically what this aspect is saying. And you're feeling it because the moon is at home in Cancer. You're in touch with your feelings. When we go to Friday, Venus's day, hooray, we get Mercury stationing direct. Now, Mercury is stationing direct, which means it seems to stand still and take a pause before moving from our vantage point. Now, this Mer Mercury stationing direct is at 25, 26 degrees Taurus. Now, that degree brings in a Saturn Capricorn influence because it's the third decanent of Taurus. So this Mercury stationing direct, it's in Taurus, a money sign. It's bringing in Saturn, a Saturnian influence. This is about taking a pause and now getting very serious about where you feel you have been stuck financially. Mercury stopping for a moment and Mercury rules over trade, buying and selling commerce. The world is a marketplace. I say that like a broken record and Saturn influence here is saying we got to get serious now about what we're building for the future. Take a pause on Friday, Venus's day. When we go into Saturday, June 4th, we now have the moon. In, in Leo, which can be so romantic. And the moon in Leo made a fire trying flow to Jupiter and Aries. That's very happy. It's very playful. It's after the hard work you've done all week, you want to go to a party and celebrate and enjoy. And I love the moon in Leo for that. It can bring out the big kid in people in a sense of playfulness. Lighten up. Don't take it all so seriously. On Saturday, June 4th, with that moon in Leo, now Saturn stations retrograde. So here is another pause. Saturn stations retrograde in the sign of Aquarius. Now Saturn is at home in its domicile in Aquarius. It's about building business and being responsible, social responsibility how we want to build for the future where everybody gets a fair chance. Saturn stationing retrograde on Saturn's day, which is Saturday. It's a good day, again, to take yet another look at the financial situation in your life. And also because Saturn rules the world, it's Capricorn, what's going on in the world financially. When we close out the week with Saturn stationing retrograde in Aquarius, 
we could say that the theme definitely this new moon cycle is think of it this way or think this is one way to think about it when we get to the stage of development of gemini which is the new moon that's the stage of development in astrology that happens that has to do with a child now exploring asking questions wanting to discover what's this what's that what does this mean the curiosity of a gemini the open mindedness and wanting to learn of a of a gemini this is the young child getting ready to go to school where they learn what is being learned potentially this week with the new moon in gemini financial matters what money is what it means how to handle it that kind of thing that's an overriding thread or theme through the whole week with the new moon think of yourself in your life as far as how your life perhaps would be different if as a child you had been taught about financial health so being a great parent to yourself and nurturing your inner child, nurturing your little Gemini self, that kid that is curious about everything and wanting to learn everything, is about teaching yourself as much about money as you can. That's the theme of this new moon in the twins at nine degrees. It will help you out so much. And how to make your money grow where your money is being stolen from you without perhaps you even knowing about it. The Mercury retrograde is always go back. I got to take a second look, a third look. I have to slow down. One thing you might like to do, which I love to do, is just still write on paper. Because when you write, you have to slow down and think about what you're saying, what you're writing. It's not just a quick offhanded text, for instance. So think of this new moon in Gemini is that young child getting ready to go into their educational life. That's a stage of development with Gemini. And we're going to teach that child, that young person about finances. And it's definitely the main theme of the week. And it's what the cosmic superpower is trying to show you the action to take with the new moon. With this Mercury stationing direct, Saturn stationing retrograde. So make the most of how the universe is always trying to guide, protect, and love you. And when it comes to your money financial life, this is the theme for this new moon as we start off the week. And I couldn't be more in love with that Mars-Jupiter conjunction in Aries which is just go for it, get it started. That's what cardinal signs are great at doing. They get things started full force. Thank you everyone for being here and listening to the Voice of Astrology podcast. I wish you all the best and love always and forever. Thank you so much. I'll see you all in the stars. Have a great abundant week, everyone. Thank you.